Welcome to the Books, Beards, Booze podcast, where we talk books, drink booze, and have beards. All right. As always, I am Bob of Tells by Bob. I'm the ass of the podcast, Derek. I have creative consultant, Tanya. Woo! So this week... She's napping in turn... Yeah, she's okay. She's fading over there. She's fading. She ate a salad. fast. She ate a salad and it made her sleepy. She's like, I ate the salad and it's weighing in my gut. The it has nothing spinach, to do with the roast. The spinach is just sitting you on me. Yeah, you know, nothing like, to do with the roast and the potatoes. No, that's not the Or the, heaviness. what was that, an Almond Joy? Hey, don't spread my shit. Don't put my business in the streets. Also, I was like, I'm a piece of shit who has no willpower. Nom, nom, nom. Mom enjoys. If only you had some strawberries, right? If only I, I had, had some I would love some strawberries dunked in Or chocolate. a cheese pear. Mm. I would fuck up a pear salad. I would. I could go for a pear. You know, I, as soon as you said that, I was like, I, I'd eat like, a pear. I, I can't, like a canned pear right yeah. now. I, yeah. I, I, can find I haven't it. had canned pears in forever. A canned fruit I went salad. through a little phase there, like earlier... Or sometime last year, where I was eating a lot of fruit cups mm-hmm. and like canned pear, like diced pears and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was it was good. I hadn't really eaten those since I was a a wee bairn. I have and, a uh, my got into it. My mom and grandma have a tendency of every so once, uh, every often, every so often, sending me home those cups of like Jello with fruit in it. Yeah, and like I can eat a whole thing of those, and then I'm like. I'm good for these forever, but that for that one time, it's yeah. the greatest thing ever. But then they buy it for me like for a couple of months afterwards, and I'm like, I, this is going to go to waste. I'm not going to yeah, eat it. Overdoing it. Um, so what we're going to talk about this time, a, a few weeks ago, we had the informative like, oh, hey, here, you know, here's some, resources, here's for some resources for finding books on the internet. So we decided that maybe we should tell you what are some of the books you should be looking for? Like, who are some of the bigger names out there right now? Yeah, you've hit up the Audible. You've hit up yeah. the Kindle store. Who are you even looking for, Bob? Yeah, so here's some... These are well, first of all, you're going to go look for Robert Magoo. Get them books. Well, yes, obviously, of course. And five-star um, rate them and leave a review for right. sure. Yeah. Um, but, so what we, what we decided, though, was for the most part, we're picking recent authors. Like, people who are big names... That maybe they haven't been writing for 30 years. So now, this whole thing I have for um, Tolkien no. is wrong? Throw it away. Turn it into a paper airplane and fling oh, it Oh, did you door. write down about Tolkien? No. Oh, okay. I didn't write anything okay. down. I did. I never uh, come prepared. Uh, oh, no. But, so, like, yeah. So we're not going to talk about Tolkien. We're not going to talk about Robert Jordan. You know, like, we're, we're not going to talk about some of these big name people that have been... You know, in Terry the game Goodkind. for a while. Yeah, Terry Goodkind, stuff like that. We're, Terry Pratchett. So, like, Gaiman? Uh, actually, you know what? I really... Let's talk about Gaiman for a second, because he should be on this list. Like, he has been around for a while, but... Kind of hitting his stride now-ish, maybe? Well, uh, no. no, he hit his stride about... <laughs> He's just so... So, the reason I kind of want to talk about him... So, let's talk about Neil Gaiman for a second. Uh-huh. Um, Great he, voice. He'll be the first person. Oh, God, he's got an amazing Great voice. Great voice, yeah. Uh, he's been cropping up on my Instagram uh, ads. He apparently has a master class on storytelling mm-hmm. now. And so the, the, it's a Facebook little video ad. And I, I always catch like the first like five seconds of it. 
and it's just his voice is mesmerizing. Wait, you have your Facebook ads to automatically start, and they have sound? No, no. Well, the videos are going to start regardless, but they don't start with sound. But if you've clicked sound on some other oh, video, yeah, okay. then all videos have. sound. I was like, what kind of sociopath are you? Where you no, just have your no, trust me, ads I, playing no. with sound all the time? Um, but you know, Bob ain't about that sound. So I actually just I so I got a there, there was a Neil Gaiman book uh, on sale the other day. Trigger warning. And uh, it's a short story collection. And I was like, oh, shit, $1.99. Snapped it up. I was like, I love Neil Gaiman. This is, yeah, short story collections, all about them. Grabbed it. And I read, like, the first two stories. Like, I've fucking read these stories before. <laughs> like, but I have read a fair bit of Neil Gaiman. So I was like, there's a chance I read it elsewhere. Right. Yeah, I read that whole collection. Yeah, I've read that collection before. <laughs> <laughs> but they were it'd been a long time yeah and so they the story's real good but like it, it has i know derek will rush out to buy it but it has uh, the truth is a cave in the black mountains <laughs> i enjoyed that uh that i that, really like that story that, that's in there uh if you like american gods there's an american god story in there that follows shadow i have his um, north i have not read neil gaiman yet okay i have a bunch of his stuff on my tbr yeah like, what is it mythology or i have norse mythology, mythology. i have neverwhere not, okay neverwhere is what you need to read I have that. To get, like, yeah. Norse mythology is not what Ignore him. Do American Gods. I think be I, one of us. I think oh, I might, have American Gods. You might gods. like American Gods. Um, and, like, no, I've picked like, up some, so some stuff. Because I, mean, I know the name. Norse mythology is not the thing to read to get the feel for Gaiman. Right. Like, that, is, that is his retelling of Norse mythology. Yeah. Like, I heard it's good, but yeah. it's just oh, not yeah, no, his It's not his voice. It's his story. It's those stories in his voice. Yeah. But, like, Neverwhere, really good. Stardust, really good. Really, you just need to pick up uh, Sandman. Oh, the Sandman comics are fucking amazing. That's that was my. I still never read them. That was my introduction. I, you can get the Sandman omnibus. It's ninety dollars on Amazon hardback right now. I'm tempted. The only reason I didn't jump on it is they, from looking at the picture, they need to have broken it down into two omnibuses. That book is thick, and I don't want a comic book that thick. Basically, thick with is it like thicker than my two fear agents? Ooh, yeah. from the picture, it looked it looked that thick, dude. Because I've got two. Fear I know I know everyone can see that, but it's 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 about uh, half the length of my penis. Um, so like an inch and a half. Yeah, basically. So um, yikes. Um, but anyway, uh, other he's uh, also married to Amanda Palmer. For those Dresdenall fans out there, um, no, I don't know who that is. Huh? I don't know who that is. Amanda Palmer? No. You're a huge fan of the Dresden Dolls. No. What? No. Why are you looking at me confused? I don't Isn't know she is. a fa- is I she don't even know who the Dresden right Dolls are. No. Coin Operated Boy? I'm aware of that song. <laughs> you like Amanda Palmer, don't you? You're fucking with me, right? <laughs> I, don't, I just don't think I know her name. Wow. I was gonna, <laughs> I, I, okay. He is actually flustered. Oh, that's, there's some fuckery afoot. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, you should check... The, all right, since you don't know Amanda Palmer, I so know the name, but I just don't. You should. Well, you should. Name. You you will you will really enjoy her body of work. She's a musician. Check it out. But she also did a really good book. I called think the Art maybe. I think maybe you're right, Bob. I think maybe. Now that I'm thinking harder. Oh my god, I'm fucking. Done. Th- anyway, so yeah, check out Neil Gaiman. She uh, would know. He should have been on the list. He he immediately if she had strawberries. Yeah, I would. Probably. It's my problem. Okay, Is that so, mind fuel. So I'm the straw first, burning out. So the first person we're going to talk about. Um, actually, I'm going to do it this way. People that have been around the longest, I'm going to do them the firstest, and then we'll kind of the move newest, up. lastest. 
No, the oldest firstest. Oldest oh, yeah. firstest, yeah, newest oh, lastest. Yeah, so, okay. This is so we're talking about. So we're fifoing it really we're, first. We're going to talk out. about first George Raymond Richard Martin, who Germ. was born George Raymond Martin. So he added the he added the, he got a little dick in his life. It was a, that Richard apparently it was a there. confirmation story or confirmation name. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. And so, when you get baptized, you get an extra name? I guess so. Um, cool. He was born in 1948. Uh, so he's an American novelist and short story writer in the fantasy, horror, science fiction genres. He's a screenwriter, television producer. What y'all all probably know him for is uh, Beauty and the Beast, Game of Thrones, or A Song of Ice and Fire to give it some actual name. Um, so in 2005, Lev Grossman who well, I could have made it on this list if I liked his stuff more, um, called <laughs> wow. Martin the American Tolkien. And in 2011, he was included on the annual Time 100 list of the most influential people in the world. So in 1970, he got a BS in journalism. and uh, Bullshit. Yeah. And he went on to get an MS in journalism in 71. Uh, he was eligible to be drafted in the Vietnam War, but he objected as a conscious conscientious objector and got conscientious objector status so instead he did alternative service work for two years as a volunteer doing stuff most importantly he was in the third sharknado movie is that really the most important thing about germ i think so i think so have you seen sharknado question have you seen game of thrones uh the first three episodes it's been a struggle derek I, I keep going. You're no, hey, no, man. stop. You're really letting me down. I don't have a lot of time, and when I do have time, you just I'm, let him walk all over you. I don't understand this, and we're gonna have a talk. We'll talk about this off air. <laughs> so, uh, pointedly points to the board. Of, don't I'm, say we'll I'm, do. <laughs> I'm Babe Ruthing it every time I use it yeah. from now on because I want you to know that I'm not doing it on accident. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, that's a fair that's a fair mm-hmm. use of the. We'll talk about it off air. <laughs> um, I'm not opposed to saying we won't talk about we're going to talk about off air, but I just want it to, no, no, to be gotcha. clear I know I, I, that we're not excluding them. That we we're going to let you know what we're going to talk about off air, off air. So in this case, we're going to talk about how Tanya Tanya's really me, letting me down. Tanya doesn't put me in my place. No. Okay. So, hmm. Hmm. Um, but yeah. So he did Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well, is doing Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, okay. Um, Says Winds of Winter that's never coming. I think Winds of Winter comes out in 2020. I think it does. I think I think they both come out. Back I don't to back. think I don't think they both, but I think there will be a much shorter gap between. I think I'm hoping Winds of Winter comes out this year, towards the the seek the finale of this mm, show. I think if they were going to do that, it would already have been announced. There's too much. There's too much that goes into a book coming out of this magnitude. Yeah, it would have been leaked by now if it's going to come out at the mm. around this time. But I think it comes out. I think it comes out. In, 2020 early i think probably early to summer maybe summer 2020 Mm. we'll we'll see um but he also did night flyers which i just read i have that um and it was a they did a season of it on sci-fi it's a horror uh sci-fi yep deal pretty cool but mostly like so everyone like oh you know game of thrones well really at the end of the day george r R. martin's an editor more than an author like yes he got big off of uh, a song of ice and fire. A song of ice and fire. Yeah. But like, really, like, if he hadn't done that, when he died, he'd have been known as an editor more than an author. Um, and like, so if you ever see any collection that's been edited by him, jump on it. He's a fucking phenomenal editor. Um, 
I've read several. He does a bunch with Gardner Dozier. Great. He's also one of the few um, non-Eastern European people at this point who's on LiveJournal because he still has a oh, LiveJournal, yeah. <laughs> which has been taken over. But go, go. I miss LiveJournal. It was great. But he has a LiveJournal. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Wonderful. He um, likes a cookbook. He has a cookbook. Yeah, he's done a bunch of he's done a bunch of stuff. He does uh, like animal stuff. But anyway, you should. He, oh, she likes him because she's a furry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he has done a lot. Okay, can that not be a thing? There's been so many jokes about like I, stuff would you, for would me. You, would you want to be a serial killer? Or I a would furry? rather be a serial killer okay. than a furry. Well, I got you. Okay, yeah, serial Thanks. killer. Got you. Cool. Cool. Great. All right. So <laughs> it fe- it feels more natural. <laughs> All right. So what? <laughs> Wow. So why should you read George R. R. Martin? Um, of the people in this room, Tanya has read all the books. I have. I have read two does, of the books. Doesn't he have really good prose? Yeah, it's yeah. they're very well well written. His world feels very lived in because I mean he he spends a lot of time building this whole universe, and uh, yeah, it's great. I mean it's kind of frustrating from a reader standpoint because he's built such a intricate world where he kind of goes off on these side stories like oh bitch no one cares put me put me back to Tyrion because he's the best follow me Tyrion please so why you should read this why this should or be on your radar be familiar with it is because all right so fantasy hits all right it's Tolkien Mm -hmm. Tolkien 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 and a bunch of Tolkien clones like uh Lord Fowl's Bane by Stephen Donaldson and uh like their book, all the books that were coming out were very Tolkien-y. Tolkien influenced, and it got really, really. I'm not not re- say reductive is not the word, but it, it it got pretty intense. So George R. R. Martin was fucking fed up with that, and so he wrote this series. He's writing this series as a reaction. Flip that script. Flip yeah to flip it around. So it's like it's very low magic. You know, oh yeah, there's. It's I mean, grim, there's. It's gritty. I can think of three people in the seventeen thousand fucking pages. I can think of three people who use magic, and it's maybe like five times total. Yeah. Period. So it's 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 a reaction to that. Yeah. So and and because of that, and because of its popularity, it has gone a long way to influence our current fantasy happenings. Happenings. So that's why you should be aware of him. Um. Also, Game of Thrones, real good show, and I know that everybody talks about it, but it is—it's part of the pol- uh, pop culture lexicon yeah. at this point. It's, it's yeah. kind of compelling television. So next, I want to talk about Robin Hobb, mm. who I think is the most underrated major name in fantasy. Which is hilarious because when you told me we were going to talk about this, I panic searched for ah ah top ten most uh, most influential current fantasy writers. And pretty much every single list had her on it, but not. I, she's never ranked highly enough, and like she's she, always at least ten. She's always yeah, top she's ten. Always top ten. But I like really though. Like I don't know. Like you know how I feel about her. I'm just a, saying she. I'm not saying that she's a small name in fantasy. She is no, no, definitely no. one of the biggest names in fantasy. I just I don't know, man. I just always feel like she doesn't get the credit she deserves. Like she's highly regarded. Again, you but, know how I feel about yeah. her. Like she. Man, arguably is when when I have to hesitate to try and decide if I like her as much as I like Patrick Rothfuss should tell you how much yeah. I like her stuff. 
I don't know what it is. I don't know yeah. why, but it, it does feel. Yeah. No. Like so, folks are sleeping on her. Yeah. Yeah. But but that said, I think there's a few out there that I think I've been sleeping on. There's no one who's like new. Like again, she's going to be the second oldest on this list. Mm-hmm. Like not age wise, but like career wise. Yeah. Um, she's been around a while. She almost didn't make the list because of yeah. That. See, I was a little surprised to see her on. Yeah, the list I that. mostly put her on here because I I love her. I, yeah. Yeah, fuck man. Anytime I can, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's some other authors out there that I think are in the same boat that I think I've been sleeping on. But they're older authors. I don't think I've really been sleeping on much in the way of newer authors. But like uh, Lewis McMaster Bujold, um, I think I've been sleeping on her. Well, I haven't because I've read two of her books and they're fucking amazing. But I haven't read her main stuff. Um, but anyway, so like I've always feel like people have been sleeping on Robin Hobb. All right. So she's written five series. Oh, she writes under two names. Her name is Margaret Astrid Lindholm Ogden. She was born in 1952. But she's known by her pen names, Robin Hobb and Megan Lindholm. She started as Megan Lindholm. And then in 95, she started writing her Realm of the Elderlings series, which started with Assassin's Apprentice. And it's five trilogies. It's done now. It actually just finished last year. So, um, the the would you say that I, you could... Other than the last one, could you pretty much read any of the trilogies standalone? Um, I know Life Ship you could and Rainforest you could. Could you? And then the first one, obviously, you the, could. Okay, the way I look at it is I look at her work kind of like comic books and wrestling. Can you jump in at any point, understand yeah. what's happening, and enjoy it as a self-contained thing? 100%. Yeah. Will you get even way more out of it if you've known the other stuff? Yes. Is it necessary? No. Okay. So you could literally... like, But the last one, I think... You probably need to have read. Although I will say that, can you do it? Yes, but I, I, I just would recommend that you do the whole thing. Yeah, because there's a for, for example, if you started with the second Chivalry book, uh, series trilogy, yeah, you're not gonna fully appreciate right. what he's well, okay, gone so through. You to could get to read. That point. She's got. The Live Ship Traders right. trilogy. You could definitely read that standalone. Mm-hmm. You could read the Rainforest one. Standalone, pretty well. I haven't read, this. but it, it's it's pretty. It's not like a fit chivalry direct, right? It's in the setting, but but, it's I th- not. but I think those two tie together like the two fit chivalry ones do. Okay, but and then the first the first Assassin's Apprentice, like so, mm-hmm. you could read some of her stuff standalone. You don't have to read all fifteen, you no. know. Um, pretty good. Check her out. Uh, not going to talk about her too too much. Just but yeah, Derek. I am yeah. because yeah. I love her. Uh. I, she is the first author, I think, that made me realize that I love first-person narrative uh, because more than likely what you get is third-person limited nowadays. You don't get too awful much first-person. You'll get some first-person much more commonly in like YA and things like that. You don't get a ton of it, but she's real good yeah. at it. And I'd I, say top five writers in fantasy. Yeah, she prose prose wise. Yeah, and and it, the 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 fact is is I think the strong point of those stories are her is the fact that she makes you care so much about the character, and a large part about that is because you're writing it in first person. Really helps that. Yeah. Um. But no, she she's fantastic at the prose. She makes you care about the characters. The 
if you're, I hesitate to say it's low fantasy, low uh, magic, because there is magic. It's fairly low magic. But yeah, but there's not a ton. But then as it goes on, there gets, there is more of it, but it's just not. It's not just magic, 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 ninjas, what? Yeah, it's just not, it doesn't like saturate (laughs) the story. It's, it's kind of used sparingly, but it is very important when it's used. I'm yeah, really excited to read her stuff. I haven't read her things, um, oh but I have a couple of her books where I've just I think picked have, it up as it's been on sale. I think sale. you have four the first, first books. books. Yeah. And, yeah when, I think you have the first book and four of her trilogy. Yeah. As it goes on sale, I'll just like, oh, I know that name. I snatch it yeah. up. When you read Assassin's Apprentice, I, I, I will it. probably yeah. reread it again because yeah. I love yeah. it so much. I mean, I'm excited yeah, to I th- read th- it. I think, yeah. you're, I think you're going to really like it. She really is fucking top notch. Okay. Um, so who else should we be looking for? Okay, so this is going to be, I'm going to say probably my favorite name on the list, Mark Lawrence. Okay. Hmm. All right, so Mark Lawrence was born in 1966. He's a British-American novelist and scientist who wrote the Broken Empire trilogy of fantasy books. In 2014, he won the David Gimmel Legends Award for Best Novel for for Emperor of Thorns. He uh, operates the annual self-published fantasy blog-off, which... Hmm. So that's a thing on, like, it's a thing, but it's real big on the fantasy subreddit where it's self-published authors. It's like a contest between self-published authors, um, to like. That's award. pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's great. I don't know um, what kind of what kind of contest. Like, uh, best. Like to just do they post up like a thing especially written I think for if that I remember contest correctly, or... he goes through and kind of curates a list and then people vote on it. I think. I oh, that kind, oh, like that. Yeah. So it's like you just kind but of live at, throughout the year. I, you have your thing, I, and then the. I don't through. know the details of I'm how curious. how it's run, but all I know is like you going through the year, you'll see like, oh, hey, this book was part of that. This the S S P F B. So you see like, oh, hey, here, like, hey, I'm reviewing this book. It was an S F. SPFB book. So you know that there's a level of quality to it. Okay. So Hmm. um, he was actually born in the United States, but while young, he moved to the UK. He has a degree in physics and holds a PhD in mathematics. He's married and has four kids. Um, He's actually the primary caregiver for his disabled child, Selen. And that's why he doesn't promote, he doesn't travel. He doesn't go and promote his books. He doesn't go to conventions, stuff like that. Um, he works as a novelist and was a research scientist in the field of artificial intelligence, and he's held a secret level clearance with both the U.S. and U.K. governments. Wow. Oh. So he wrote, as it says, the Broken Empire trilogy, which that's not the only thing he's wrote, but it's the what made him famous. I think I have the first of those. I, I he, highly he's read He's do. read the first. Yeah. I've read the... I've read the first trilogy and the first book of one of the other trilogies and I'm, I will read all of them. Like he is amazing. I love him to death. Um, Broken empire. I'm not going to recommend it for everyone. Broken empire. You said that was real dark. It's real dark. Uh, it's about a guy named Jorg Ancraft who is a prince. Uh, him and his dad don't get along. So he runs away uh, joins a mercenary company, takes it over, and they are real bad people. And he goes around doing bad things because he is going to... It's an alternate kind of future history version of Europe. Mm-hmm. And there's like 
a hundred kingdoms and he by god he's going to take over all of them he decides he's going to reunite everything and be the emperor but he's a real piece of work he's a nasty hmm. bad person I, if i'm remembering correctly within the first five minute or five pages of the book he's like and then they went off and raped those people yes yes oh that's the book yes cool yeah so i do have that he then. is a I haven't read terrible it. I haven't, yeah. person but as you read it, you come to find out how he came to be terrible. Now, it doesn't do that to justify his actions, but to explain how someone could come to do those actions. Yeah. Like, it, it toes a fine line. Like, if this was just, like, glorifying all this fucking fucked upness, I wouldn't like it. But Jorg is, basically, he's a genius, and he uses that genius for... Bad things. Bad things, but... Yeah, it's it's amazing. I don't want to talk too much because of spoilers, but fucking amazing. I am of mixed minds about it. I, and again, though, you read I the know. first book. I maintain you have to read the trilogy. Yeah. Technically, yes, you could read the first book and it would be standalone. Fine. No, to get this series, to get Jorg, you have to read the trilogy. And if you if you're not going to read like, the trilogy, don't I, I like the first one. It yeah. is just the this is one of those. The payoff is at the end of the trilogy. You got to get to the end of the trilogy, and then it everything just kind of clicks into place. There was just a very strong. There was a thing that I'm not going to talk about that I just don't, like you in time travel. Yeah, there's a thing in those books that I just do not like. Okay, that. that I can kind of get past it. It's not as strong as you in time travel. Yeah. But it Fuck just... Time travel. It just... I, I, I don't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's something... I plan to finish them at some point. Yeah. But it's just not hot. I have so much to read. Yeah. And I've Fair. got to start spending more time <laughs> reading. Um, Next, uh, this will be a, probably the shortest one on this list. We're actually going to make this into uh, two, two. two episodes. Yeah. Lots so, of information to cover. Lots of information. Um. So, the next one is uh, James S.A. Corey. Yeah, see, I don't even know this name. I don't name. know this name either. Okay, but you know you do. You just don't know that you do. Okay. The Expanse. Oh. The Expanse series. It's all over, like, HBO or sci-fi or it's something. Sci-fi? It was on. It was on sci-fi, and then or sci-fi canceled it, and then, like, HBO or Showtime or someone picked it so up. I, it, I recognize, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, hmm. I've read the first. So, first off, S.A. James S.A. Corey is actually two people. Um, really? Yeah, it's the that's pin- curious. All right, it's the pen name used by collaborators Daniel Abraham and Ty Frank, uh, and that's they're cool. known, they're known for the ex- the series called The Expanse. So they came up with their name. It's the first and last name are taken from the two guys' middle names, and S and A are the initials of Abraham's daughter. Um, so hmm. under the pen name, uh, so. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So Frank is actually the personal was the personal assistant to George R. R. Martin. Ooh, so, that's cool. Um, and, think, and, well, Ab- and Abraham has written a bunch of other stuff solo. Okay, so here's what's really important, Bob. Yeah. Uh. So if we did that, would we be Christopher Lee or Lee Christopher? Christopher Lee. No, we'd have to be Lee Christopher because Christopher Lee's a famous person. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, this just sounds awkward. And then, but then we need some initials too. So Tanya, what initials do we get? T. S. Well, then you could be Lee, Christopher Lee. Lee T.S. Christopher. Or something like Lee that. T.S. Yeah. Or Christopher. Leet. Leet. They could call us Leets. Leets Chris. 
Leech Chris, what? Calm down, kill. So, but you'll like this, Derek. So, you know how <gasps> you they... would be Christopher TSM Lee. No, I like it. So no, you, you know how these yes, people yes, write yes. the books. I was about to ask. Different that. view. They have a bunch of different viewpoint characters, and each author writes certain of the oh, viewpoint characters. Man. I love that. That's cool. That's some. That's some fucking perfect. fan fiction shit right there. That's I perfect. like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. Perfect. So. Uh, Brand Ambassador Ryan, uh, he actually turned me on to it. Um, uh, and I've listened to the first three audiobooks. Uh, I'm not going to listen past that because I see where the st- series is heading. And it's, and it's, and heading, it's heading in a direction like. that I, I just you. personally yeah. don't want to read. I remember us talking about that now. Um, it's good. It's very good. Um, it's kind of like the time travel thing. It's just yeah, going in a, yeah. towards a thing that it's you... It's the same thing happened with Codex Alera. You're aware, well aware it's good. Read, it's just, you know, I read it's not. three of the six Codex Alera books, and I was like, you know what? I've really enjoyed this. I see where the series is heading. I don't want to read three books about fighting this type of enemy. So I'm good now. I'm, I'm going to stop here. Um, yeah. So, but it's a TV show. The Expanse. Check it out. Uh, uh, it's good. It's good. Hmm. James, I, I actually heard that the... Show is very very good. I I mostly put on here like it is a he they are a smaller name, but I wanted to have more sci-fi on here for our mm-hmm. sci-fi listeners. Right. Um, but it it is really good, and they I mean they've got a fucking popular TV show, you know, like it's part part of it, yeah. you know, like check 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 them out. That's super cool that it's two people on one pen name. Yeah, I, I was there's a lot That's of cool. questions I have about that process. I've always been fascinated with it because back in the day I tried to do collaboration yeah i've always want like so but, like all right so good omens which is becoming a movie right. soon that's terry good no, that's <coughs> terry, pratchett and gaiman. terry pratchett and neil gaiman read it i actually didn't like the book um turns out though that was really it was mostly pratchett that's a pratchett book with a bit of gaiman in it because uh, gaiman was too busy with sandman at the time yeah um so but like that i that was mostly how I think that worked is it was mostly Pratchett writing it, and then they talk on the phone about where it needs to go. Yeah. And Guyman would write little bits of it here and there, but mostly that was Pratchett doing the work. But see, I'm also curious about this because, like, what is it, uh, Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman? Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the writing process. Yeah, I know. That's that's so the thing. It's, it's just fascinating. Just, so here, all right. Here's how we're going to end the episode. So Brandon Sanderson is Mormon. Hmm. And it got me thinking, and Orson Scott Card is Mormon. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking, like, there's a lot of Mormons that write in the genre. Like, Charlie and Holmberg, uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's she, she's I, no, new, think, she writes yeah. fantasy, but I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think she is as so, well. So, just, I got curious and started looking to see who all are Mormon authors in the genre. So, here's the list. Tracy Hickman uh-huh. of... Dragonlance fame. Right. Mm-hmm. Brandon Sanderson, obviously just in him. Orson Scott Card, which is Ender's Game and mm-hmm. being offensive. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. Uh, what? Twilight, yeah. The author of Twilight. Uh, I bet she was less than pleased about how her characters got scandalized. I with... bet you she wasn't. Our, I bet you she was fine with it. Our got listener. I mean, she wrote it. I mean, the way she wrote it, I mean, it was fucking. Our listener, man. Elizabeth, is a big fan of that. And. Well, I don't, Elizabeth, hey, yeah. I've re- Elizabeth, I've read them. We'll talk about them sometime. Um, <laughs> Yikes. So, uh, Brandon Mole, he writes the Fablehaven series. I don't think y'all would be I've, aware. I've known, I know the okay. name. James Dashner, Maze Runner. Oh, uh-huh. cool. Uh, David Farland, Rude yep, Lords. Very well aware. Uh, Larry Corrier, 
Monster, the he, he's a pretty big name. He almost made my list. I, I just, recognize the I name. I read and any I've of his seen stuff. his name on books. Yeah, Larry but... Corey. He's very popular. He writes the Monster Hunter series. Is his yeah. main series. Um, and Shannon Hale, who is apparently like a New York Times bestselling recognize author, the name but again, it's young but... adult stuff. So yeah. I, I personally didn't recognize any of it, but yeah. it's it's big name stuff. So I just thought that was like, wow, neat, cool. Um, Nito be- burrito. Yeah, Nito burrito. So excellent, Robert. Robert. So okay. <laughs> um, on that note, we're gonna we're gonna end here, and we're gonna. We're going to immediately record the second half of this so that uh, next week y'all will get the back half so you find more authors you should follow. Really, you should just go and buy a book from each of these people like you right really, now. You really should. Yeah. You, you will, you no, there will is not. No, there is no name on here. Like, if you don't like sci-fi, don't go buy fucking James S.A. Corey. Uh, yeah, I guess. You know? But Maybe, like, but... if you... if. If you don't like reading about bad people, don't go buy Mark Lawrence. But like, if you're a gen, just a general reader type, any one of these you books cannot go you can't go these. wrong. So, all right. In the coming week, as the week embraces you like a warm tortilla shell, mm, burritos, you little burritos, may the uh, bless- burritos, may the blessing of the beard be upon you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye!